0: Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court, and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let me know what your score is. Hopefully you had a great holiday season. Hopefully your New Year's off and rolling and on a great start. Um, I won two fancy football championships, so you know that's pretty good as well. But last night we had a college football playoff champion crown and that crown goes to the University of Michigan in a impressive game. there was definitely a lot of fun to watch. Definitely more back and forth than what the score will indicate, but definitely a good game all around. But Michigan, just a better run game, better defense, Obviously, they kind of came out on top. So we're going to give Michigan their props. Round one is dedicated to Michigan football. So all these questions have to do with the University of Michigan and their football program. So let's get started with question number one. While he was not a highly touted player when his career was done at Michigan, what Michigan alum is considered one of the greatest quarterbacks to play football? Question number two. What milestone did Michigan football hit this past season, becoming the first program to accomplish such a feat? Question number three. What former U.S. president played football at the University of Michigan? Question number four. What two-word title does Michigan have as their fight song? Question number five. One of Ohio State's best known traditions came from Michigan. What pre-game tradition did Michigan give as a gift to Ohio State? And question number six. What Michigan coach is considered one of the main contributors to the game of football and was a head coach from 1901 to 1923, 1925 to 26, and then the athletic director from 1921 to 1940. Alright, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's see if we can get you some answers here on the University of Michigan football program. So question number one, while he was not a highly touted player when his career was done at Michigan, what Michigan alum is considered one of the greatest quarterbacks to play football? That would be Tom Brady. Now, he is considered by a lot to be the GOAT, to be the greatest of all time, but I remember a time where there were people saying that he shouldn't even be starting as the University of Michigan's quarterback. So... If you have someone who says that they knew Tom Brady was going to be great coming out of Michigan, they don't believe him. They did not think that at all. Matter of fact, no one did except for maybe Bill Belichick, but I don't even think he foresaw how good Tom Brady would eventually be. Question number two, what milestone did Michigan football hit in this past season, becoming the first program to accomplish such a feat? Well, they got their 1,000th program victory. Now, We could argue for days the legitimacy of some of these wins. Though, I I have to agree with what Jack Mack was saying from Barstool. If you have to make that argument about Michigan, you have to make it about Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, you know, everyone. Basically, what schools like Michigan, Ohio State and them would do is they'd go to a school, usually a college, teach the school how to play the game for a day for like two hours, and then the next day just come and just bombast them. And beat them, and then they'd count that towards their victory. So, um, Ohio State did the same thing. Tennessee, Alabama, Texas, everyone did the same thing, but you know, it is what it is. It still counts. Question number three What former president played football at Michigan? Well, that would be Gerald R. Forder, as my grandpa liked to call him, Jerry, because, well, he stood at my grandpa's wedding. So, um, but yes, he did play football at Michigan for a few years um, while he was going there as his undergrad. Question number four, what two-word title does Michigan have as their fight song? That is, The Victors. They, I believe, are the number two or number three most played fight song in the country because a lot of high schools use that as their fight song as well. Question number five, one of Ohio State's best-known traditions came from Michigan. What pregame tradition did Michigan give as a gift to Ohio State? Well, that would be script Ohio, so that... Cursive script that the band does before the game where the tuba player dots the eye, everything else like that. That was actually designed by the University of Michigan's director of music a long, long, long time ago. Now, originally it was a trumpet player that was supposed to dot the eye. Ohio State changed it to a tuba player, but the whole routine came from the University of Michigan. Last but not least, question number six. What Michigan coach is considered one of the main contributors to the game of football and was a head coach from 1901 to 1923, 1925 to 26, and then the athletic director from 1921 to 1940? Well, that would be Fielding H. Yost. Now, Yost has some deep traditions in football. He is kind of what a lot of people contribute the run game to and kind of the way that the game of football is being played today. But he has a lot of impacts on the michigan campus as well um the ice arena is named after him he's credited with the big house and creating that stadium everything else like that so pretty deep history at the university of michigan congratulations to them on winning their national championship we're going to continue on now into round number two round number two is our quick hitters round this round is filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers today's category is 2023 winners For this round, I'm gonna give you an event that happened this past year in 2023. You just have to say the name or the person that won that event. So let's get started with question number one. The Super Bowl. Question number two. The NBA Finals. Question number three. The Stanley Cup Finals. Question number four, the World Series. Question number five, the Masters Tournament. And question number six, the UEFA Champions League. So a lot of good memorable moments here. So let's get started at question number one, the Super Bowl. Well, that would be... Kansas City Chiefs they beat the Philadelphia Eagles it was the Kelsey Bowl this is where Mama Kelsey started getting a lot of love from a lot of fans which is really really cool but now this year you know when everyone was predicting that this was going to happen again this year I just don't foresee that happening again it's just the Eagles have kind of combusted a little bit. Chiefs don't look like their normal Chiefs self, so I don't foresee it happening. I do think that if out of these two teams, I think the Chiefs do have a better chance at getting to the Super Bowl, but I don't foresee this matchup happening again this year. Question number two, the NBA Finals. So well, that would be the Denver Nuggets over the Miami Heat, and all Nikola Jokic wants to do is to raise his horses, so hopefully he gets to do that someday, but as of right now, he is tearing up the NBA. Question number three, the Stanley Cup Finals. That would be the Vegas Golden Knights over the Florida Panthers. It's hard to believe that the Knights have only been around for about six years, and they already have a Stanley Cup title. Good for them. Question number four, the World Series. You have the Texas Rangers over the Arizona Diamondbacks. There are now only five teams in Major League Baseball that have not won a World Series. Before that, there were six. Texas Rangers are now an owner of a World Series. Question number five, the Masters tournament. Well, that would be John Rom. The man had a great year, and him winning the Masters was just another part of that. And last but not least, question number six, the UEFA Champions League. Well, that would be Manchester City over Inter Milan. Now, again, a great match there. Manchester City just has been on a huge run. And when I've, I'm reading the club right now, I'm just about done with it. When you read that, you can see what they've done and how they've been able to build that and how what they've created is something that will be sustainable for a long period of time. So hopefully that brought back some good memories of 2023 for you. But let's move on now into round number three. Round number three is our connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through Sports, and that's going to be the sixth question. The sixth question will be, what is the connection between those five answers? So let's get started with question number one. What NHL team based in Florida shares its nickname with an NFL team? Question number two. What bird species includes the American kestrel, brown, prairie, and peregrine? Question number three. By definition, what six-letter word is a person who attacks an enemy in the enemy's territory? Question number four. In the U.S. military, what rank is sometimes used to describe someone who manages living quarters or a base? Question number five. Tommy Walker wrote, what fanfare in 1946 while at USC? And question number six is, what is the connection? I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with that connection, then I will return. All right, let's see if we can make some contact here. So question number one, what NHL team based in Florida shares its nickname with an NFL team? Well, that would be the Panthers. That'd be the Carolina Panthers. They have a very similar nickname now. Are there Panthers in Florida? Yes. Are there Panthers in Carolina? Probably in the mountains, so I guess it does fit. Question number two, what bird species includes the American kestrel, brown, prairie, and peregrine? Well, hopefully that last one kind of gave it away. That is a Falcon. Question number three, by definition, what six letter word is a person who attacks an enemy in the enemy's territory? Well, that would be a raider. It's not a pillage. A pillage is something they might do, but the person who actually does that, that is a raider. Question number four, What in the U.S. military, what rank is sometimes used to describe someone who manages living quarters or a base? That would be the commander. The commander is in charge of the base, or they're in charge of the quarters. So that would be the commander. Question number five. Tommy Walker wrote what fanfare in 1946 while at USC? Well, that would be the Charge fanfare. Yes, it's hard to believe. Six notes. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Charge. Yeah, that is that had to be written by someone, clearly. Credit goes to Tommy Walker while he was a junior at USC. And if you're like, I have no idea who Tommy Walker is, don't worry. He was only in charge of music and in charge of programming while at Disneyland throughout the 60s, 70s, and into the 80s. So not a not a very well-known person at all, probably, um, unless you are deep in Disney history like I am. And then question number six is, Was the connection between the answers? Well, we had answers such as the Panthers, Falcons, Raiders commanders and charge all those are teams that as of the end of black monday have openings for head coaches in the nfl obviously the panthers the raiders and the chargers all fired their coach during the year i feel like the raiders are gonna hold on to ap i feel like he's a good fit out there um Yesterday, Tepper for the Panthers fired literally everyone. So he's bringing in some outside sources, and hopefully they can get it figured out. I I, I don't know if I'd want to coach there at all. Um, Knew that Ron Rivera was going to get fired yesterday. He did. Arthur Smith got fired just after midnight for the Falcons. Don't worry. He's going to fall his way right into a billion-dollar job at FedEx, so he'll be fine. But definitely some openings. I see some more openings coming. I feel like New Orleans might open up. I feel like Chicago might open up. I feel like the Jets still I feel like the Jets still has an outside shot of opening up. They're talking about Bill Belichick potentially leaving. I think Tennessee might open up cuz they're talking if Bill Belichick leaves, Vrabel goes up to New England. There is a lot and twists of twists and turns that are going to go on here. So, it's it's early, who knows. All I know is I said it at the beginning of the season. This was Jim Harbaugh's last year at Michigan and I think it's just cool he's going out on top. Continuing on now into round number four. Round number four is titled, Where Are These Events Being Held? For this round, what's going to happen is I'm going to ask you some questions about some various cities. And you just have to tell me, what city are we talking about? And what of these cities, all these cities, are actually hosting major events in 2024 in the sports landscape. So let's get started with question number one. Where can you find the strip where it contains such locations as the MGM Grand Resort, New York, New York, and the Mirage? Question number two, what city boasts the birth and final resting place of Muhammad Ali and the world's largest baseball bat? Question number three, what is the capital of France? Question number four, what city has the fifth highest population in the U.S.? Question number five, the Cowboys are from Dallas, but their stadium is located in what nearby city? And question number six, what city has roots in a lot of variations of music, but is best known for the music that came out of Motown Records? I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's give you some answers here and talk about some of the big events coming up in 2024. So, question number one Where can you find the strip where it contains such locations as the MGM Grand Resort, New York, New York, and the Mirage? Well, that would be Las Vegas. Of course, the Super Bowl is there next month. We are counting down the days. It's going to be a good one. I I just feel it in my bones. Question number two What city boasts the birth and final resting place, Muhammad Ali? and the world's largest baseball bat? Well, that would be Louisville, Kentucky. Now, if you're like, what event's going on there? PGA Championship is at Valhalla this year, and that is in Louisville, Kentucky. It should be a good one. Um, Always fun to see what happens at the PGA Championship there. Question number three, what is the capital of France? Well, that would be Paris. And of course, the Summer Olympics are going on in Paris 2024. Starting to see all the advertisements from NBC on that. And just super excited. It's one of my favorite things to look forward to every four years. Question number four, what city has the fifth highest population in the US? That would be Phoenix, Arizona. And they are hosting March Madness, the final four there this year. They're playing that at in Glendale at... Where they had the Super Bowl last year, where the Cardinals play, should be a lot of fun. It's definitely, now that we're past college football championship, we're starting to wind down for in the NFL season, I'm going to start paying attention a little bit more to college basketball, so I'm going to start getting excited for that. Question number five, the Cowboys are from Dallas, but their stadium is located in what nearby city? It is in Arlington, Texas, and not too far away are the Rangers Stadium, and that's going to be the home of the MLB All-Star Game this year. It's going to be in Arlington, and it's going to be in that beautiful new stadium. I I really want to check it out. It seems really, really nice. Last but not least, question number six, what city has roots in a lot of variations of music but is best known for the music that came out of Motown? Well, that would be... Detroit Michigan they are hosting the NFL draft this year now it is gonna be outside but as someone who's lived their entire life in Michigan outside in April is a it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's a 50/50 shot it's either gonna be absolutely beautiful or absolutely terrible I hope that they at least have an alternate plan to be able to move that potentially nearby to indoors Ford Field. Let's continue on now into round number five, and round number five and our last round is going to be titled Most Watched Television Broadcast. Now, the other day, they released the top 100 TV broadcasts from the U.S. this year, and we're going to talk about them because it's just interesting how it all shook out. So let's get started here with question number one. What event was the most watched event with 114.3 million viewers. Question number two. In 2023, what college rivalry game was the most watched college football game with 19.07 million viewers? Question number three. What two games filled the number two and number three most viewed events? Question number four. Macy's Thanksgiving Parade was the most watched non-football event. The second most watched event in 2023 was what annual speech and was on 14 different networks? Question number five. What award show was the most watched award show in 2023? And question number six. Out of the top 100 most watched television shows in 2023, how many were the NFL? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, then I will return to wrap up today's game. All right, let's wrap up today's game and talk about some of the most watched television in 2023. So question number one, what event was the most watched event with 114.3 million viewers? Well, that would be the Super Bowl. Now, the Super Bowl had twice as many viewers as number two, and that's just insane to me. We'll talk more about that here in a second. But yeah, 114.3 million viewers watched the Super Bowl. And now you understand why the NFL charges so much for advertising for that game. Question number two, in 2023, what college rivalry game was the most watched college football game with 19.07 million viewers? Well, that would be Ohio State versus Michigan. So yeah, that was the most watched game this past year for college football. I believe the SEC championship was two. And then like the national championship was number three in terms of college football and most watched games. Question number three. What two games filled the number two and number three most viewed events? Well, that would be the AFC and NFC Championship game. With the AFC going at number two and the NFC going at number three, both were at about 45 million viewers. But it, like we talked about, the Super Bowl at 114.3. And then those two were at about 43, 45 million. It's, it's just impressive and cool to think about. Question number four four Macy's Thanksgiving parade was the most watched non football event. The second most watched event in 2023 was what annual speech and was on 14 different networks. Well, that would be the state of the union. Now Macy's was on two networks. State of the union was on 14 different networks. And we were talking about one of the biggest speeches that's given every single year here in the United States. So it makes sense that it's on a ton of networks and it fell on this list. I believe it was somewhere in like the 40s or 50s range in terms of most viewed events. Question number five, what award show was the most watched award show in 2023? Well, that would be the Academy Awards. Now, every year that this list comes out, the Academy Awards are consistently the highest ranking award show, just the one that everyone looks forward to the most. And last but not least, question number six. Out of the top 100 most-watched television shows in 2023, how many were the NFL? Well, that would be 93 out of the top 100. Now, some quick math here. So 93 out of the top 100 were NFL games. Then you have the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We talked about that. That was the most-watched non-football event. Followed by the State of the Union. We talked about the Academy Awards. And then we talked about the three football games. You're like, there's one that's not a football game or something we mentioned. Next Level Chef was next on that, was also on that list. But it was also the show that premiered right after the Super Bowl. So we had a lot of that carryover. That's why that spot is so coveted. And that's why these networks will put so much emphasis into that spot. Post Super Bowl. So again, the NFL just purely dominated again. That makes sense. And you wonder why salary caps keep going up and players keep getting paid in the NFL. Well, that's why it's because they have a lot of money and that's how much they are dominating the sports network and dominating the genre in general. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Tuesday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review wherever you can. And follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I appreciate you tuning in, and I will see you next time.